0: i've got a secret how would you like to get your social security disability on the very first try i'll tell you how when we come back well hey folks my name is jim merle i appreciate you once again being with me today on the transplant helper podcast slash youtube video series as i said just a moment ago in the teaser I kind of had a secret, and that secret pertains to gaining your social security and disability on the very first try. Now, let me make as a disclaimer right out of the gate. I'm not encouraging anyone to try to go out and get their Social Security and disability unless they need it and unless they deserve it. We've got too many people in the world who have already taken advantage of Social Security and disability who are not in need of it. So don't take the impression that I'm trying to help anyone to get disability that do not need it. But with that said, this tip that I'm going to give you today toward the end of this program, I'll assure you, will help you to gain your Social Security and disability on the very first try. Now, if you're a transplant patient of any kind, but especially if you're a heart and or lung transplant patient, at some point in your transplant journey, more than likely, you're going to need some form of social security and or disability. Now, why is that? Well, you're probably going to be disabled. Now, whether that's just a partial disability or resulting in a full disability, you're going to need some form of disability to help you and to assist you in the rest of this life's journey. Now, when I first heard the word disability back a number of years ago from my doctors, I was already in stage four heart failure, and I was in denial. I did not want to hear that I was disabled. As a matter of fact, when they told me I needed to apply for disability, I was quite offended. I remember telling my doctor back then, I don't need disability. I can work. I was working then, and I can continue to work, and I can take care of my family, and I don't want anyone... Uh, paying my way. I don't want any free things in life. I just want to do my job and keep on keeping on. But they kept on and kept on coming back to the idea of disability. And finally, one day, the doctor faced me right almost nose to nose and, she, and said, Jim, if you do not apply for disability, you're going to die. And I didn't understand that at the time. But what I eventually learned was he was not trying to get me to get a disability check. He at the time, back about 2009, Was trying to encourage me to apply for my disability because he understood that applying for disability was oftentimes a long, drawn-out process. And what he was trying to get me to at that time was to apply for disability just so that ultimately, twenty-four months later, I would qualify for Medicare. Now. Back in that day, 2009, there was no such thing as Obamacare or the Affordable Health Care Act, whatever you want to call it. I had a preexisting condition, therefore I was uninsurable. In stage four heart failure, I was uninsurable, and without insurance, there was no way I could ever ultimately receive the heart transplant. I was going to need and he went on to explain to me that day. He said, Jim, no matter how you feel now, by the time you reach the place of needing a heart transplant, you're going to be in bad shape. You're most likely going to be bedridden if you're even alive and you're not going to make it to see disability and to see Medicare and to see a transplant if you do not apply now now what i was being told by my family and friends who supposedly knew something about disability they said jim you can apply if you want but you're never going to get it because i was under 40 years old it was supposedly standard procedure for social security social security to deny everyone disability who was under 40 years old without even making a consideration for them and i think that's pretty much the case now whether that's ever written in stone I think a lot of times that's pretty much the case. At least it seems to be that way. Now, with that said, I had to go out and figure out a way that I can get my disability quickly because ultimately that was going to equal my survival as we stand today. 2017, obviously it has. And so I went out and talked to a friend who happened to be a disability lawyer. Now, I didn't hire a lawyer, and let me say that. I hired no lawyers. I didn't go to court. I never had to fight anything in court, and it was not a long, drawn-out process for me. But I did get my disability after only one try, one application, one try. As a matter of fact, I received a phone call within 10 days that I had 100% full disability coming my way in the form of a check, which, like I say, ultimately in 24 months would equal Medicaid. Now, if you're a renal patient, you can get your Medicare a lot quicker. That's another day, another program. But as a heart patient, I had to wait 24 months. Nonetheless, how did I get my disability? Well, here's the key. I went around to my doctors, particularly my cardiologist, and I got my medical records in my hand in a printed copy myself and took them with my application to the social security office you say how does that make any difference basically when you fill out your disability application social security disability inside of that application will give you a series of medical release forms and they're supposedly giving you enough medical release forms so you can uh, ask for the medical records from all your doctors from your general practitioners to all your specialists which in my case supposedly was going to include my cardiologist and then they were going to reach out and gather those medical records and pull them in and put them under review and evaluation and make a decision concerning my disability that's what is it's supposed going to happen but let me tell you the truth that's not what always happens now that's for a few reasons one it could be that they don't necessarily find all of your doctors maybe you give them bad information or maybe they contact those doctors and the doctors don't get back to them in a timely manner maybe they don't get back to them at all that could very well be on someone else's part but sometimes that's on the part of social security and disability as an administration not an individual but the whole administration, they don't reach out for your records very much. Uh, needless to say, they're not there to break their back or bend bend over backwards for you. Uh, they're just going to reach out maybe to your general practitioner, which in my case – Uh, probably gave him records that said, oh, he's been to the doctor three times in five years. He had a cold, a flu, and a sinus infection, and that's all that's wrong with this man. See, he didn't know anything about my stage four heart failure. He knew nothing about, at that time, my 34-plus years of cardiology problems and difficulties and, and heart failure. He didn't know anything about that. And so by taking the medical records in myself in printed copy by hand with my application I force their hand now here's how that is Anything that you take down in the Social Security Administration in hand in printed copy, they are required, keyword, required to file in your file within a certain time period. Now, don't quote me on this, but at the time, I think it was 48 hours, but I'm not sure of that. But they had to file that and were required to file that by law in your file if you delivered it by hand. Again, they may not reach out to all of your specialists. They may not receive records from all your specialists. They may not review records from all your specialists, but if you took the information in by hand, they were required to review it. Now, that made all the difference in the world. Because in my case, particularly, I had 30 some odd years of medical records all from birth forward that proved that I had a heart problem that proved that I had a heart problem that ultimately led to my need of a heart transplant. They couldn't deny it. They couldn't avoid it. They had to accept it. They had to review it. And inside of 10 days, I received a phone call from a young lady who was very nice, and she said, I just want to introduce myself. I'm going to be your disability representative. My name is so-and-so, and I was excited. Because I knew then, after only 10 days or less, I had gotten approved for my disability. Now, you have to wait because it's a process before the checks kick in. Certainly, the process before the Medicare gets there. All that we'll talk about in another program. But I was approved. And likely would not have been had I not carried my medical records down there in my hand by myself and laid them in their proverbial laps. Now, to me, that is a secret. That's an unknown, something they don't necessarily want to tell you, will probably not volunteer to you, but something that was a key. Again, I never spent a day in court. I never hired a lawyer. I never did any of the typical things that many young people especially have to do or many people were struggling to get their disability have to do i just went around and did the footwork now you may have to pay something for those medical records i didn't in my case sometimes they charge you so many cents or a dollar per page that could get expensive makes no difference if you can shortcut this thing and make it happen i'll assure you it'll be worth it In my case it saved my life because i got disability i was able to survive long enough to get medicare In 2013, I received the heart's the life-saving heart transplant that I needed, and here I am today trying to help you. So if this has helped you in some way, how about like, share, and subscribe to my channel? Uh, I I just hope I've been able to help you in some way, and it doesn't matter if you're a transplant patient or not. I'll assure you this tip can help you if you're in need of disability. And if it has, then again, how about likes, subscribe, and share? Then, you know, do me a favor. I'm trying to do you one. Again, until next time, friends, stay stronger.